Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. I'm so excited to dive into this episode with you guys. We're speaking with Ashley Diana, and she is an influencer, speaker, and business mentor committed to inspiring and educating women to live happy and successful lives. Born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, Ashley later moved to Texas, so don't be surprised when you hear her infamous accent or come across a hey y'all. There's lots of y'alls in this episode. So Ashley describes herself as an accidental entrepreneur, and her online journey has been through many ups and downs um, that she discusses a lot in her program, Infinite Influence, which is why she loves helping so many other women who want to build a brand around their passion and teaches them how to skip the stumbling blocks. At the core of her work, Ashley is all about making women feel beautiful, empowered, and happy. Her mantra beauty and happiness begins as an inside job. Ashley believes you must surround yourself with things that light you up. After years as a full-time influencer, Ashley now teaches aspiring entrepreneurs, bloggers, and influencers how to skip the stuff that doesn't help, create a beautiful brand, and then build a business around a lifestyle you love. While building an online empire, Ashley is also the mother of Lily Jade, who enjoys fairies, traveling, and goat's milk. Guys, I'm excited to get into this episode because Ashley is so down to earth. And if you're not already following her on social media, you should, but she is doing motherhood and business. And I just want to talk about her unique perspective, but also she has over seven income streams. And we kind of dive into the power and possibilities with a personal brand and why having one is going to help you that much more in scaling and growing your income and influence online. So let's get to this episode. Hey, Ashley, I'm so excited to have you on. How are you? Katie, I'm so happy to be here. This is so cool. I love everything that you do and what you share with mom, so I am stoked. And right back at you, you girl have your hand in so many different things, and I am excited to dive into (laughs) into you, yeah, into what this is. So take my audience through Ashley Diana, who you are, kind of where it all started in this online space. Yeah, um, it actually started, I would say, like five or six years ago. I had, I was a hairstylist in Texas and I had relocated to Las Vegas with um, my husband at the time. And I had decided that I wanted some kind of business that I could take with me if I lived in different cities, basically. Mm-hmm. Cause with, as a hairstylist, when you leave the city, you're kind of have to start all over again. Yeah. So I had left, uh, sold my salon and um, just kind of starting over. And I decided, you know what? I have heard that people make money from blogs. (laughs) I didn't really know much about it, to be honest. Like I just had heard, I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I had started uh, getting into health and wellness and I thought, you know what? I really want to share this message of healthy living with people. Maybe I should start a blog, but I had no idea what I was doing at all. I didn't even actually follow bloggers even back then. I had just heard. So I had a friend help, you know, help me set up, um, free WordPress blog and I started sharing on Instagram and you know back then I I will have to say there wasn't as much competition and then the vegan food space is what I was sharing vegan food um it just really kicked off and people loved it and uh Instagram kind of started blowing up at that time too so um that's kind of how I kick-started my brand initially but as I um evolved which happens I think with most of us our brands evolve and such I really realized that and I want to help, I wanted to help people more than just through food. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to share more of my lifestyle. I ended up, I had a baby. So I, of course, really wanted to help moms and connected, connect with more women and mothers. And it just kind of evolved into starting sharing business tips because I, I really love to see moms succeed and help women have their own business like I did since I was, um, I loved what I was doing and was successful. I wanted to help more women do that too. Yeah. So that's the short story of how it evolved from, hey, I want to start a blog to, okay, I want to help moms and women with their you know, life and business. Yeah. And I mean, I know there's so many more stories within that little synopsis, but like the ones that come out to me to ask is how have you kind of embraced this evolution? How have you, was, were you finding yourself um, kind of resisting, evolving? Like, or how, how did you handle that? Does that make sense? 
Yeah, it does make sense. Um, I definitely went through like massive ups and downs, like not only with like the growth of my brand, but also like mentally at all, because it is when you make a change, I think we naturally just have that fear of rejection of, of thinking, oh my gosh, if I change, are people going to like it? Are the, are people going to want to follow me? And, and not, and the truth is we really shouldn't be thinking that it's best if we don't think that, but I think it's natural. So absolutely. I definitely went through the highs and lows of evolving, um, to be where I am now. And the truth is there's plenty of people that didn't like it. So, it, it, and that's okay. I had to be okay with, not everyone loving the changes that I was making, you know, cause I, as I said, I started as a, um, a food blog basically, and now evolved into like a life and business brand. And that's completely different. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't say that I, I highly recommend doing that, but you know what it's, I just needed to live like my truth. And I really wanted to share, um, what I was feeling called to share. And I feel like when you make that decision to, you have to speak to, the type of person you want to speak to. So I started talking to that kind of woman that I wanted to be following me that I wanted to help. So that, that was, that was a game changer, I would say. Mm. So has your, your social media, your web presence, has it always been under the Ashley Diana brand? It, at first, it was my uh, blog name, which was Lipstick and Berries. <laughs> that was what it first was because it was like uh, beauty and food. Um, and then I changed it to Ashley Diana because what I would run into people out and about and people would say, oh, there's Lipstick and Berries. And I'm like, hmm, I mean, that's really cute. But I, I also thought, you know what, I think I should be myself. I think I I really, um, and again, it just depends on what direction you're going, but I decided that I wanted to rebrand and just be Ashley Diana. Mm -hmm. So if you were to start over completely now in 2018, would your start have been different? Because blogs are kind of, I'm kind of answering this a little bit, but blogs are not what they were five years ago. You know what I mean? Uh, Yes. Yes. I would definitely have started differently. Um, I would have had uh, a a bit more of a plan and a focus and I would have had a mentor that could have helped guide, guided me through it. Mm -hmm. And I would have taken a few more courses, something like maybe what you have to offer. Like that's the kind of thing that I would have been like, oh yeah, I need something like that. I really went into it blindly. Um, but no, I would, I would definitely have more help along the way getting started. Yeah. And would your avenue, would you still be blog focused or would you be more social media focused? What does that look like? You know what? I, what we're doing right now, connecting and talking and the podcast kind of route, I think is so important. So yes, definitely social media. I think blogs can be very effective if you're a good writer and if you have a lot to share. I like to tell people think of a blog as another asset to have. Like Mm -hmm. it's great to have it. Like if you want to expand on something, it's very shareable on Pinterest, but definitely social media. I think like video podcasts where people get to hear you and connect with you and hear the energy in your voice and your passion. Like that is, you know, really, really, really important now. It's like the next level. Yeah. Don't you agree? Oh yeah. yeah. Like it's just like, Spending like an hour with you, you, right? It's huge. And spending an hour with you and Alex in my headphones was, was so fun. And it's like, it built the relationship (laughs) before we actually met each other. So yeah, that's exactly what I said. That's what I said this morning to Alex. I'm like, you know, it's like the new age of like podcasting and, you know, networking that way. It's like, it just builds such a great connection with people. And you like instantly just have a new best friend that, that you've, you know, met virtually, but you actually, like, I feel like, I feel like we've been friends forever. I feel like I I know you. It's crazy how that, that's a beautiful part about, you know, social media, having a personal brand, the people you get to meet in the places that it takes you is just, you can't, it's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's go to the flip side of that because the beauty of having a personal brand is that, but then at the same time, you're sharing your entire world and people are commenting about like, my kid, we moved to Florida in March. I don't think I've ever shared this, but we moved to Florida in March and we're used to living in Dallas, the Dallas area. So, um, which I love we're from. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, Dallas. It's, it was great, but we love being like near the beach. And so my little Texas girls who really didn't get any sun, it's March. Hello. Um, we start going to the beach and she's still got some eczema 
like residue from just Texas. It's just dry out there. Yeah. Totally. And so we start getting tan because we live in Florida now and we go to the beach every weekend. And it starts to look like this little vitiligo type thing. And I've got people dropping in my DMs being like, your kid has vitiligo. And oh. it's like, come on. Number one, no. Number two, it's probably the filter on my photo. <laughs> like, come on. Right? Who are you? Why do you think you have a right to tell me about, you know, my life? So it's interesting. Oh, don't they? There's always somebody has something to say. Yeah. So let's speak I to mean, that. How do you handle yeah. that? Sometimes I don't handle it that well. No. <laughs> no, I think I handle it well 95% of the time. And the other 5% of the time, I feel like starting shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like but, you said on your uh, podcast, I am delightful, right? Yes. Oh, yes. I am so delightful. No. Um, <laughs> you know, it is, uh, you definitely, I think you get used to it. I mean, but every once in a while, there's somebody who just has a little jab, you know, that you just yeah. go, mm, that didn't feel good. You know, none of it feels good. But um, yeah, I actually, I'm sure you probably saw my whole mom shaming mm -hmm. situation. Um, yeah, fill everybody in on that. Very, yeah, with that, um, I made a, a, well, let me start off by saying that um, I live in Las Vegas now and I don't have any family here with me. Um, had a little situation with our nanny, so we don't have a nanny anymore either. So um, my mom had offered to watch my daughter for a month. My mom lives in South Carolina. My mom and my dad were like, we'd love to see Lily. Why don't you let her come here? Because uh, we're in the middle of launching a lot of a lot of things before the end of the year <clears throat> with our brand. So uh, I said, you know what? That would actually be great. So Lily can spend some time with her grandparents and uh, we can come back and get tons done, knock it out. But we shared that on social media, you know, mm -hmm. because I feel like I feel like it's important if you're comfortable with it to really sh share your story, like whatever that may be. That's what people connect with. They want to get to know you, like share whatever, you know, is comfortable for you and, you know, the, so you're okay with sharing. So I was comfortable with sharing because I want people to understand, you know, what I go through as a, as a business owner, like as an entrepreneur working for myself. So my mom watched my mom has been watching my daughter and I came back and, you know, someone left a really nasty comment uh, about how I'm a half, half ass mom and how this and that. And it's just, um, how could I've left my daughter? You know, my daughter deserves a better mother than someone like me because I had decided to work for a month. Um, mm -hmm. So I decided to share it because it was a public comment. Yeah. And there were, a, I would say out of 400 comments that 300 and, 90 of them were positive <laughs> and like soups that really built a huge connection. Um, people were super supportive, but, but then there's probably 10 comments that people were losing their minds. Um, yeah. I did share the one public comment and uh, I ended up sh sharing, sharing that and it got, it kind of, I would say like went viral. Tons of people shared it on Facebook and just started a huge conversation. Um, and I normally don't always share things like that, but I felt like this is a conversation that needs to be started um, because it's really in alignment with what you do too. It's like, just cause you're a mom and being a mom's a great thing. It's not, I'm just a mom, but it's like, you can do more things if you want to have your own business, which I love how you, you know, the 1K mom kickstarting that for women. It's huge because women want to have something, especially if they are at home, like they want to be able to connect with adults and have their own money or, you know, moms have dreams too. Come on, you know? So I think it's a really good conversation to, I've wanted to start that conversation because it's something people, a lot of people are scared to talk about. Like, it's okay to be a working mom. It should be acceptable. It should be exciting. Um, people can mom however they want to, you know, whether you just want to stay at home and be with your, your kid all day or whether you want to, you know, have a full-time business. So that was an interesting conversation to start. It's, it was kind of like sharing, you know, politics or religion or something because people really have a strong opinion about how people should parent and how moms yeah. should be. And I think as long as, you know, obviously your child's happy, everybody's happy, you should, mom should be able to do what the heck they want to do. Yeah. So yeah, and, anyway, and that's what happened with that. It was a, it was a big mom shaming thing on Instagram. So we, yeah. did, we did a podcast about it too and a blog post and 
Um, but yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, to say the least. And a lot of things I say a lot, one of one thing I say a lot is that we all have a different version of what our ideal mom life looks like. And yeah. just because Ashley's looks different than mine and mine looks different than Sally's. I always use Sally as an example. Sorry if your name yeah. is <laughs> You know what? I use Sally too. I do. I use Sally. Sally's, Sally always gets the short end of the stick. I'm like, Sally, Sally, Sally this. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> Darn yeah. Sally again. And it's just, I don't know what it is. It's just, I, I, I mean, I really like to be able to, like my ideal mom life right now in this season, and it's going to change, but right now, like I like to be the one taking my kids to school. Like today I went and participated in their little preschool parties and still yeah. have like a headache from all the preschool smells that I had to endure. <laughs> it's like goldfish mixed with Lysol mixed with like glue. I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's funny. But, you know, just just to be able to, like, literally take off one hat and put on the other, that ability to do that is why I created what I created. And, totally. I mean, I can't sit here and, and say my way is better than yours. It's just, it's ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. Right. And yeah. I think as far as our kids go, Lily, and even when she gets older, she's going to view whatever it is you're doing in the light of the way you paint it for her. Like you're going to be probably telling her, Hey, mama's going off to accomplish this and you're going to have this great time with mm -hmm. your grandparents. Like, and it's going to be exciting. You know, they, they, they totally. take things and perceive their world by the way we paint the pictures for them. I, I totally agree. And I, well, children just need to see ha happy parents, a happy mom, happy dad, what, happy whatever whatever their parenting situation is it's like they just want to be in happiness and kids want to have fun and they want to see that their parents are happy and for me you know m growing up my mom was a stay-at-home mom she she didn't work and that I personally think that everything has its pros and cons like yeah. the positives of that were I got to be with my mom I have we have such a great connection she was with us all the time we got to do all kinds of wonderful things but on the flip side I didn't have like a strong female entrepreneur kind of role model in my life. Um, I, I can see how it, uh, it affected like my relationships. When I got out of high school, I was uh, used to the man being the one that provided and the man, you know, that kind of thing. So that's kind of what I gravitated towards. And again, not saying that's good or bad, but for me now with my daughter, I'm like, I personally, like, that's why I want to work and to do this because I want to show my daughter that, like, you're a woman, you still take care of yourself, you can create whatever you want to create, have your own brand, work, for, whatever it is, but working is great and it's good and it builds confidence and it builds, like, those woman superpowers, so I want that, so I love it when I see, you know, you doing what you do. I love when I see other moms like really still following their dreams even when they ha when they have a child because I think that that's really going to give that child confidence to show that their mom followed their dreams and didn't give up and worked really freaking hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got two daughters and that's a huge motivation for me as well. Yeah, I, absolutely. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So how have have you always been this un unapologetic in your pursuit of everything, your business? I would say no. <laughs> in the beginning, um, I was definitely not as confident and I didn't know exact, the exact direction I was going. And truthfully, I was concerned about what people thought about me. And I now here's the thing. I think th that never goes away completely because I think it is a good thing to, you know, be a little concerned. We're human. You can't say, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody thinks we all care somewhat what people think, but I do think um, having a healthy balance of that, I think that it's actually healthy to care at, at some level what people think about you, um, but not to the point where it's like destructive to where you get up and you go, oh, I don't know what to say or post or share, whether it's online or in your life, like anything, because you're worried about what people think or what they're gonna say. Mm -hmm. um, so no, I actually had to like decide one day, I was like, you know what? caring what people think about everything I do and say and letting it break me down when someone does say something negative, that literally does me no good. If I'm on a mission to help people and empower people, I can't be getting knocked down all the time and caring what people think. So I, I honestly remember the day where I just had to make a decision. I said, you know what? This is the thing. No matter what I do, no matter what any of us do, 
even if we do everything that we think is right and perfect and we don't say the wrong things, there are still people that aren't going to like you. Like Katie, there's people that don't like you right now. There's yeah. people that don't like me. Yeah. And it, and it will, it, you can't help it. So it's just like, you might as well do what you want, say what you want to say, because there's always going to be people that don't like you. There's always going to be critics. You might as well move forward with something that actually makes you feel good. And you feel confident at the end of the day, like, damn, I did this. Awesome. Yeah. Like I feel really good because you can't get rid of the critics knowing that they're there and you're going to have a little chatter. There's always going to be people saying something. But I think living unapologetically to the best of our ability is, is the best way we can set an example for our children too. To, so they will also grow and be themselves. Hmm. I love that. That is just like a mic drop moment. Like if I was, you know those podcasts where they have like bombs drop in. I think, I can't remember whose podcast We need it. We um, I think that Marie, was Forleo, Marie, Marie Forleo, Forleo does that. She has all like this. the sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If we were fancy we'd have sound effects that's right I need sound effects <laughs> I just love it and let me just take a moment and talk about Lily you call her Lily goat is there a funny story we call her that? Lily goat because there is a we story. call my, a, my, yeah. my oldest is Lizzie Goose so this is why I think oh, it's so funny <laughs> that is so cute I love that yes Lily is Lily goat because when she was, I would say, three, four, five months old. I can't remember. I was trying to figure out what formula to give her. And I have a blog post on that too, because that's another topic, right? <laughs> of yeah. mom conversation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was, uh, I had actually found a goat formula for her uh, out of New Zealand, a uh, goat milk formula. And so we got it. And I, I remember giving her the first bottle and she just loved it. And I said, Oh, she's like a little Billy goat, you know, like, I don't know. It was just making a joke. And then I go, no, she's a Lily goat. So it was just because of the, it was just because of the goat milk and she started drinking goat milk. And I'm like, she's a Lily goat. That's so, so it cute. stuck around. I love it. Nicknames <laughs> are my favorite. I love it. So cute. So you've got, I'm going to switch gears again, but you've got so okay. many different things going on. A lot of different business, I would guess income streams. Why don't you walk us through, if you can, at a high level, what those things are? Yes. Let me think for a moment of what they all are. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, well, my, my blog, Ashley Diana, we have uh, two courses uh, so I have that, that income, it's infinite influence. And I also have a creative, um, cross promotions course. So I have those, um, I have, uh, online coaching. I do online business coaching. That's another, I have a hair and beauty business. So I have a social media for hairdressers program and I'm actually, you're the first one to know, getting ready to launch a, uh, a business program, a group coaching program for hairstylists because I, I'm, I, it doesn't matter like where my, my business goes. I will always still like my heart is with the, the hair industry because I much and I actually have a hair extension business. So that's another thing that I do. Um, again, I'm obsessed with it. I'll never stop doing it. I absolutely love it. And I work with Great Links um, hair extensions, Great Links USA. So I would say the beauty business, the blog uh, and program. And then uh, we have a coaching business. We have, I had to um, one-to-one -one private coaching and I also um, have group coaching for business and life coaching program. Oh, and I forgot, I don't oh know, there's so many things I need to make a little list. Um, we also do affiliate through the blog, affiliates and sponsored posts through the blog. And we also have a network marketing business through Young Living. So I yeah, there's qu quite a few different things, but I, I love it. They actually all go together. Honestly, I know that sounds like a lot of different things, but under, underneath the Ashley Diana brand, those are all kind of the streams of income. I would say that the Ashley Diana brand is like business, beauty, and wellness. Those are kind of the th uh, business, beauty, wellness, and motherhood. So those are the, and I kind of have a stream of income under each one. And the reason I wanted you to outline all of that is because I really want to just talk about how well you handle your personal brand and even the seven to eight, maybe even nine income streams you just told me. So mm -hmm. it's amazing. I, I, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so how, it, why is the personal brand, like, why is that so important? And then how, how have you been able to weave all these different things in? 
I think a personal brand is so important for anyone these days because you can take it with you anywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of business you have. You know, I have private coaching clients that are are hairstylists and it's so important even for a hairstylist to have a personal brand online because with that, I have a hairstylist. She moves to a lot of different cities, but I'm like her online presence is amazing as a hairstylist. So when she goes to another city, boom, she can create a new business just from that, Mm -hmm. from her personal brand online. So I just think that when you have a personal brand and you have that community of people that love you and they can't wait to hear what you have to say and share and they love to follow your story, they will follow you anywhere, whether it's your network marketing team, because they want to be a part of that, or whether, you know, they want to learn from you from your courses, or whether they want to be a part of maybe a retreat that you do, like that's something we're going to do next year is an infinite influence retreat. So it's just so important, because those people are your tribe, and they're going to go anywhere with you. And it's also great in your life and business, you can take your personal brand anywhere you live to another city to another country, because you are you're what's hot. You know, you are the personal brand. It's, I think it's incredible to have that these days. Yeah. And I think it's, it's almost, it's our business card these days. Like, you know, how our oh yeah people before us were handing out business cards. Like now this is, this is where I go to look people up long before. Like if you send me an email, like I'm checking you out. It's just the way it works. If you want to be on my (laughs) podcast, I'm looking at you. What you up to? Does it match what you're saying in your pitch? You know, how does that work? So yeah, I totally, totally agree with you, Katie. And, and one thing I always say is your Instagram is like your storefront window, right? Like you mm-hmm. just said, you email me, reach out to me. The first thing I'm going to do is go look at you online. I'm going to go look at your Instagram because, and it doesn't even, you don't need, someone doesn't need to have 100,000 or a million followers. You just need to have a nice presence, a professional looking personal brand or a professional looking brand. And that's your freaking storefront window. And if people like what they see, they'll walk in the doors for business. You know, they'll go to your website. They'll go take your program. They'll be a part of your Facebook community. Um, you don't have to have a huge following. It's about the impact that you're making on that following. So they need to like what they see, personal brand, and then open the doors for business. So if you have not already heard about or joined the free workshop I'm hosting called How to Make Your First 1K Online Without Sacrificing Your Family Life, head on over right now to 1kmom.com forward slash free. Yeah, that's good. So if somebody's looking at their Instagram and they're like, I feel like this is not a good storefront for me, what are those, are there any tangible steps they can begin to take to kind of spruce it up? Yes. And I actually have, I have a free training on this. I actually pull out my marker and my whiteboard and actually draw. Yes, right? It's fun. (laughs) Um, I have a free training on basically how to clean up your Instagram and how, how to make it look really nice and professional and and also to where it's not overwhelming for you. So I have that free training. I think we're going to put up a a webpage, right? Ashley, Diana, Mm -hmm forward slash 1k mom and we can just put some of we can put that reference on there so people can watch that free training me getting down and dirty with the whiteboard showing you how to do your Instagram but basically I'll tell you in a nutshell as far as like how to clean up your Instagram and make it make it look really nice is think about what your niche and your focus is because I think with women especially with the women uh, that I've coached we are very multi-passionate right oh yeah (laughs) I'm like, and that's a, it's a good thing, but can also be a bad thing because you, it, unless you're a celebrity or something or someone who already has a huge brand, like it just doesn't make sense to like post a picture of a taco and then post a picture of you, like your baby and then post a picture of your sandwich and post a picture of like your foot cream. I have foot cream sitting next to me. That's why I said that. <laughs> but like, it just like, it needs to tell a story. So it's like, okay, great. You can like healthy eating and exercise and being a mom and knitting and sewing and making jewelry and what are all these different things, but pick a focus. So, so I tell people pick a focus and then you can have like a few subcategories. So let's say lifestyle. That gives you a little flexibility. Your niche is lifestyle. Um, for for me, uh, mine is inspiring women to live unapologetic. That's kind of my my why and my theme. But but I'm I'm lifestyle. So underneath that, my few subcategories like beauty, wellness, business. Then it gives people like a little outline. Basically, like a little triangle. You need your your top, your theme, your why, and then a few subcategories. 
and then post within those three subcategories. It's just in a rotation over and over again. Great, you posted about motherhood and beauty and business and wellness. Great, start over again. Motherhood, beauty, business, wellness. Great, start over again. Motherhood, beauty, you know, you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So I like to just simplify it for people. Um, I don't think you have to spend a lot of money like with professional photographers and all this kind of thing because the iPhone can do so much good stuff, you know, these days. It's like, just have some great lighting, decide who you're talking to and figure out a little plan. Figure out what your theme is and your few subcategories and get rolling. Don't wait until everything's perfect because it'll never be perfect, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So as far as like content, are you recommending like batching ahead of time, having your posts ready scheduled? Is that typically what you recommend? I think it's, I think it's totally up to the person. I go on and off of doing that. Um, I actually, I think if someone, I think it's really good for moms. Like if they have a lot going on, like say the first of every month, plan everything out. Like we, I personally recommend later, like as, as an app to use to schedule and plan your, your post. Um, it is really, really cool. You can go in and write your captions. You can set what time and all the stuff you want them posted. But for me, sometimes I need to be in the feeling about yeah. what I'm wanting to say. So one day a month doesn't really work for me to, to all the time anyway, to get my post ready. Cause I don't know what I'm going to be feeling. Like I want to say to my people, you could have never anticipated the whole, the whole mom shame thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So sometimes I think it's just good to be in the moment. I really think it's just your personality. Like if you're someone that's like, great, the Monday, first Monday of every month, I'm going to get all my posts done. Good for you. That is so awesome and great. Um, Now, what I do like to do, especially for people that uh, have, you know, a business, think about it. uh, We like to think about it by the week. So, okay, this week, this is the theme of the week. So, for example, when I launch private coaching, or it opens for private coaching, my theme of that week is going to be private coaching. So uh, I'll know that I'm going to have, you know, three posts that week that are going to be kind of pushing private coaching with my lifestyle stuff in between. So the next, next week, it depends on what I'm opening enrollment for, like launching something. Um, And it just depends on, you know, the theme of the month, basically. So we kind of like to look at it like that instead of by the day. Um, And to me, that's a little less overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, and give yourself permission if you're listening to this and you find yourself wanting to be the one that plans like the whole month in advance, do it. But I also kind of find myself where Ashley's at where a lot of my posts, I've got to be in the flow and of actually experiencing it and feeling it. So, I mean, my captions sound canned if I ever, you know, just write it ahead of time. Okay, and let me sidebar real quick. Do you know what the phrase canned means? Like canned emails, canned I mean, I guess like they're just very robotic and they don't have like personality behind them. I'm not really sure. Yeah. No, this is like totally me a question, but I said it to my (laughs) husband the other day. He's like, you just made that phrase up. And I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) People say that. I don't know. I have heard it before, but I don't like know if I know like the dictionary. (laughs) He's like, you made that up. I'm like, whatever, babe. Fine. Sure. (laughs) I I understood what you were talking about though when you said it. Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense. So you're a good girl. Cool, cool. <laughs> so you mentioned in your podcast how mm-hmm. one of the ones you and Alex were talking about, um, I think you told your story about having Lily and that when you had her, it was like she flipped a switch when you had her. Speak to mm-hmm. me about that and how having your first daughter, how that kind of just just changed everything, your goals, your dreams. Yeah, you know, I that's a story for sure. Um, yeah, I just think uh, for me anyway, being, um, as soon as she came out, it was like, Ooh, I'm a mama. I better get my life in action. I mean, get it together. I had, I, I, it just made me work harder. You know, mm-hmm. it made me realize that I have another little human here that I have to take care of. That's looking up to me. And also, you know what? I didn't have any time anymore. So all of a sudden I went from like, I got a lot more productive. You know, I was a lot more productive with my time because I was like, shoot, I don't have, where'd the time go? I used to think I didn't have any time. And then you have a baby and you're like, oh, I had a lot of time. I didn't realize what I was complaining about. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I realized I'm like, wow, 
just like you, you just said doing this podcast because your children are napping. It's that's what it had to get like. It's like, okay, great. The baby's napping. I need to get something done. Like you really have to be more productive in the time that you do have, which is like one of the reasons uh, I, why my daughter is with my, my mom right now is because I'm going to get six months of work done in one month. Yeah. Cause, and that, and that is why we did it. So no, I think it just gives you, once you have that baby, it changes everything. Cause it gives you like super, super woman powers. And you're like, I have it got to get it together. What was I complaining about before? Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I, I love that you kind of brought up the whole thing about you're getting six months worth of work done because I mean, that just goes right into your ideal mom life. Like imagine the, what the next six months are going to look like as far as memories that you make with Lily and like mm-hmm. it's, it was so worth that month even though it was hard for maybe both of you and that's totally how I look at it and I think that's why I was so frustrated when women didn't understand that again we don't all have to understand each other but I'm like how do you not understand like I'm not again also none of anybody's business but it's not like I'm just going to have cocktails every day for the next month and I'm like bye Lily bye Lily yeah, just because I'm in but Vegas doesn't mean I'm partying <laughs> right yeah I mean I mean come on right now I'm like I'm not leaving the house I'm in my pajamas all day long uh, you know working so but but yeah I think it's like uh that's why it is worth it to me. It's totally worth it. And I don't have any mom guilt about it because I'm like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what my focus is. I know what my direction is. And I know that I can, when I, with focused time and energy put into this month, I can have six months worth of work done in a month. So when I get, when I see Lily again, let little Lily go to miss her, but it is, I'm going to have more free time. I'm going to be able to be a more present mom and to go do things with her because I got all my work done. You know, yeah. Um, I just I, for me, I couldn't wrap my brain around so why some people couldn't understand that because I'm like, let me let me think because and this is not going to sound very nice, but let me think. Some people, I'm like, which one would you choose? Would you choose to? Which again, nothing wrong with that, but which one would you choose? Would it be having? Uh, I'm going to work for the next 20 years, nine to five, five days a week, and I'm but I'm going to get to see my kid every single day. I'm going to get to see him at night to tuck him in. I'm going to be able to see him on the weekends but they're going to be in daycare or be with a nanny or whatever it is. I'm going to work for the next 20 years, you know, full-time job. Again, that is totally fine. Or what if I could, you know, have a month or two where I don't see my baby, but it pays me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Basically, which one would you choose? I get to be with my daughter the rest of my life and not have to go to a, you know, be away from her basically. But for these next, this next month, I have to be for me. It's like, which one would you choose? And you know, for me, that was made more sense, the latter. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, like, which one do you, like, what do you want? Ask yourself truly, what do you want? And then let's, like, you've got to know that in 2018, you can create it. It's insane what you can create online with a personal brand these days. Exactly. So, um, I think that some of the people that couldn't wrap their brain around that, I just, and again, I don't, I don't mean to be rude when I say this, it's just a small thinker. It's just, and, and, I love people like you, Katie, and you push people to think bigger. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Like when moms, it's like, think bigger because you can make anything happen. It's almost, you know, 2019. It's like, yeah. you can have whatever you want and there's no more rules. So go create it because you can, you know, someone like you, you're helping guide people to where they can make their first 1K ASAP in a month. That's incredible. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that wasn't, that wasn't an option for moms and for women. So anyway, I may get on a roll about that. So I'll just go ahead and stop. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. And yeah, like that 1k, it's so important. And I always tell everybody, I'm like, we're not stopping there. We're going to throw fuel on this thing and make it blow up. But the point is, is that this 1k like gives you buy-in to your, like yourself. We kind of prove the concept. Normally this is like the dollar amount the husbands need to see to be like, yes, I give you blessings. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) I was about to say, you're like, Hey husband, look at this. I just made my first 1k. Now what do you got to say? Mm -hmm. Here's more money. Go, go, go do more. (laughs) Yeah. Your mouth. I just made 1k. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So let's kind of, tra- speaking of husbands and like male support roles, right? Let's talk about you and Alex and how you guys have been able to support each other in growing this brand together. How does that work? 
You know, it's, it's freaking awesome. We, we love working together. Alex was uh, my business partner. I took on a business partner like two years ago. It was Alex. And um, we just kind of, he does all, he does all the things that I can't do, which is a lot of stuff, a lot of techie stuff. Like That's what headphones he, on. <laughs> yeah. He put my headphones on. Here, babe, put your headphones on. I'm Such like, a oh, servant. Yeah. Thanks. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him behind me. Hello. He's cute. But no, we, uh, we, we love working together. We're definitely, we definitely balance each other. Um, he, yeah, it's great. I mean, we lo- we're best friends. We get along super well and it's just, we love what we do. So it ever, when I say like we're working, it, it doesn't feel like work. When I say, oh, for the next month we're going to be working. I'm like, it's, it's fun, but yeah, it, it's absolutely great. I think if you have a partner that supports you, um, and loves what you do and loves to create, then it's a great thing. And we love to create. We create stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as like just for us, I've always looked at, um, I guess I kind of put relationships into a box where I was like, hey, the man's got to do the finances and the man's got to do this. And that was early on in our marriage. But what I've realized is like, there's no set role. It's just coming together as a team to get the objective done, whether that's raise a really cool kid or build an awesome business. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, Alex, we're going to have to ask you off the couch to answer this question. Okay, I'm sorry. But put your tea down. Come on, babe. All right. So how have you found the best way to support such an awesome, ambitious female from the male role? Well, I mean, like I saw a lot of potential in Ashley from a business standpoint anyway, and then just eventually fell head over heels in love with her. But... You know, I, I really do believe, and I tell this to a lot of other husbands and boyfriends, like, dude, put your freaking ego aside. Like, what would happen if you supported your woman for the next two years, three years, four years, like, and not worry about getting left behind? Because chances are, and like most of the women I've talked to, they're not doing it for selfish reasons. They're doing it because they want to support their future family. And guess what? You're a part of that. And so I, you know, I think women have been held back and held down for too long. And I really, really do believe like, and, and I love seeing this wave of women's empowerment, like mums really taking charge. Mums deciding to be more than just mums. That's a bad thing, but you know, there's so much potential. Women have so many gifts to give and I've loved I don't really call it taking a back seat because I think it's a side seat. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, I, I don't have to dim my light in order for Ashley to shine hers. Now I've seen the flip side. I've seen the flip side where you have a strong woman and maybe she doesn't clearly <laughs> articulate or have her husband or boyfriend feel included in the journey. And that's where the relationship can really go downhill over time because it just built resentment and jealousy and all these terrible things so i think defining that from the start is is a really really important conversation to have and i would encourage women listening that if you're fired up and you're making all these mom boss moves and girl boss moves and you're really going for it just have that conversation with your partner and say listen i just want you to know that i get really excited about everything i'm doing i'm just i i love you know listening to katie i love listening to ashley whatever it is and i just want you to know that you are the most important person in the world to me and everything I'm doing, I'm doing for us. Mm -hmm. Like a guy will just melt. Like if I heard that I would just melt and I would feel so certain and any resentment that I had built up would just wash away. And so, yeah, my biggest thing would just be have that conversation because we just assume and get into whole expectation thing in a relationship. And that's what, that's what kills it. The thousand little cuts over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that's one of the best things you can do is having that conversation. It's so I love good. That. I'm going to go back to my couch. I love you. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Katie. That was very sweet. I love that he said it's a side seat. Oh, so that good. was good. So Baby good. You got some brownie points. Brownie points, love, back there. <laughs> so good. And if we're driving Ashley's business, Ashley's in the driver's seat, but, you know, he's still sitting yeah. right there. Or if we're totally. doing his endeavor, whatever that might be, you know, you're right there supporting. I love that visual. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I love it. 
girl, take us through kind of how we can connect with you online um, and definitely fill us in again on what that course is that people can go through for free. That class. Yeah. Um, well, you can connect with me and I'd love to meet you on my Instagram, which is at Miss Ashley Diana. And my blog is ashleydiana.com. It's pretty easy to remember. Um, we are going to put up page for for Katie and it's going to be ashleydiana.com forward slash 1k mom and I'm going to put uh the links there for for the free training where I talked about the Instagram how to set your Instagram up really easy and not being overwhelmed and have a great looking page um I'll have that on there and it's an awesome free training it's super 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 valuable I just got really inspired one day with the whiteboard I was up here in the office and I was like give me that marker I got to write this down for people. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's really great. Everyone that's taken it is, they freaking love it. Um, I got so many DMs about people saying, this is the best trading, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, awesome. That's what and I wanted. Free. I want people to get tons of value and it's free y'all. Yeah. So uh, ashleydiana.com forward slash 1k mom and we will get you in that free training for sure. Perfect. Well, let me ask you the last four quickish ish questions that we ask every mom yeah. on the show. So <laughs> do you have a mom or business owner hack that would help others manage motherhood and business? Well, the biggest hack that we have is using Instacart. It right. has saved us so much time and boosted productivity like crazy. I don't, do you use Instacart, Katie? I have a couple of times. I, I'm, I'm not, oh I don't have a system around my groceries very well. So I feel uh, like I take longer buying online than if I just strolled the I store see. by myself. We, we, okay. Yeah. For me, no, I, I literally despise going to the grocery store and I try to go like, I'm going to go to Costco and then Whole Foods and Sprouts and all these different places. So now I can shop it all from Instacart and it's $15 unlimited for the month. And we seriously, I just like, oh, great. I need avocados, add it to the cart and they deliver it. And it's just, we get food delivered here all the time. And it has saved us literally hours and hours every week going and spending. Cause for me, once I go to the grocery store and then come back and chop everything and watch everything, the day's gone for me personally. Like I'm not fast in that area. So <laughs> Instacart has been the biggest game changer for us. Plus we have a meal plan that every week. So Sunday we figure out and Sunday's when we order the Instacart. So we know exactly what uh, we're ordering and eating and all that stuff. So literally save us hours every single week. That's perfect. I love it. It's kind of well, random, but it's kind of, been the best it, thing for us. <laughs> very handy. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's the cost of Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Totally. Instacart. So yeah. if you could do this all over again, this being your business, um, what would you tell yourself or start with? I would start with um, journaling more and having a plan, but I would also tell myself that I don't need to worry about, I need to talk, speak to the person that I want to help. Know who that person is, know, you know, the target audience, who, you know, all that kind of thing. Know who that person is and speak to that person and realize that not everyone's going to like you and you actually don't want everyone to. It is so much better to have a niche and a focus and speak to that exact person, then they will come to you. When you're speaking, to someone, the person that you want to be a part of your community and your brand, they will come to you if you keep speaking to them. Instead of trying to attract everyone, attract that specific person. Yeah. And if you think we're lying or you think, how does that make sense? It's true. And you just need to try it and you'll see. <laughs> oh yeah. When you try to please everyone, it will not work. You will not make as much money. You'll drive yourself mad because you're trying to please everyone and talk a different way because you want this kind of person to follow you. And it's like, no, like, like you, Katie, it's moms and helping them kickstart their business and brand. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That's who you speak to with your captions and your stories and your blog, everything. That's the person that you're speaking to. So that's who comes to you and which right. is what you want. That's what helps build your business. It helps build your brand. That's who you help. That is what I would do starting over again. Cause I had no freaking idea who I was talking to, what I wanted to say. I was just kind of posting mine. Although it, yeah, I was just kind of posting mindlessly. And, and I definitely think it's important to have more direction. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's, it's also important to evolve, but direction, you still mm -hmm. need direction. Mm -hmm. That's good. So what is your favorite app system or software that you'd recommend right now? I literally cannot live without Darkroom photo editing app. Darkroom. Darkroom. It's like it Lightroom's so evil twin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all moody. No, that's so, so moody. 
<laughs> no, darkroom photo editing. It is the bomb. I love it because you can isolate colors without desaturating the whole thing. So let's say mm. it's really nice. It has like a whole color wheel basically. So for me, since my hair is pink, I can, if I want to just boost pink a little and then I can like decrease yellow. So that way they're not warm tone, whatever it is. But I love it because you can isolate certain colors and enhance them. It's awesome. Ooh, I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah. That's good. So what is the best book you've read? And then what is the book you're looking forward to reading next? The best book, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. It will change your life. Mm -hmm. And the next one I am going to read, uh, what is actually two, I'll say two. (laughs) The next one is uh, Brene Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection, because I find that that is uh, something I really want to, help women with is knowing that their imperfections are what make them perfect basically I noticed that with my coaching clients too is perfectionism is a kind of a running trend and you probably see that yourself you just Mm -hmm. have to push go and start doing your thing so uh, the gifts of imperfection and then high performance habits those are my next two oh yeah I was listening to high performance habits on audible and it's one of those ones I need a tangible book for yeah, I actually, exactly. I I actually like to listen to the book and then have the book. So mm-hmm. like, cause I like to make notes and put little sticky notes and highlight stuff, but I like yeah. having both options depending uh, on what I'm doing. I know we need to get audible to like do like a combo deal. I would so be in for that. Right. Yeah. That's actually a really great idea, Katie. <laughs> I love let's that. Pitch them. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's send them a note yeah. for sure. <laughs> Ashley, Diana, and Katie would please like um, this, please. They want both, okay? We want it all. Gosh. Yep. (laughs) Well, girl, it has been so good chatting with you. Y'all need to go follow her right now on Instagram. Do you hear that? The y'all still comes out. The the Dallas still comes out. I love it. You're my girl. I love that. It's been so it's been so fun being here. Seriously, I'm I'm so happy to have gotten to know you more and to chat with you here. And I'm I'm really excited to connect with your community. Um, I love that. Thank you for everything that you do. You're rock stars. So excited you dived into that episode with me and you hung around until the end. I hope that you screenshot today's show and that you tag Miss Ashley Diana on Instagram and Katie Fleming on Instagram. Let us know where you're watching, what your aha moments were, and we would just love to connect with you guys on the DMs on Instagram. 